In today's episode, I would like to share five ideas or tips or suggestions that I wish I have known when I first decided to go freelance or go self-employed full-time. Welcome to Time You Create, a podcast where I share behind the scenes of starting and growing and running my creative business while also trying to juggle everything else like my hobby, sports, um, interests, friends, family, and also being a mom. And here I share some mind shifts, some ideas, and we also cover different types of business topics. I hope you enjoy and let's get into the episode. And topic number one, which I knew about, I love this topic and I failed in this topic. And it's having a proper financial runway when you transition from being employed to being a self-employed or running your business or going full-time as a freelancer. So I knew that I had to have a good uh, financial runway so that I could cover my expenses for some time. And it's better to have it more than you actually think you need because I was thinking, okay, I would like to quit my day job now and I will be able to cover all my expenses and everything in my uh, current life like it is right now for the next um, around half a year. And I was quite confident in the fact that um, that will be enough for me to go and to grow my business. But I was very far from the truth because, uh, first of all, I had some unexpected leave that I had to take and uh, hence I wasn't working on my business and even in my business because I wasn't feeling well. And my daughter, when she started going to nursery, she was getting ill. So I spent most of the time uh, with her and it was like a never ending thing. So all that time I was just spending, but not really working to earn money. And this is not financial advice because um, I'm not qualified. But if I were to do the same thing again, I would go for a much, much bigger financial runway. Because when I stress about having enough income to make sure that I can support myself and I can support my daughter, I can't make clear decisions and best decisions um, in my business, actually. It makes me to make wrong decisions. It makes me to follow wrong advice and it doesn't allow me to be creative. But that's actually what I want to, to do and want to be. I run a creative videography business and I want to be creative for my clients and for myself as well. And before we go further, please comment if you uh, found something unexpected, uh, something that you wish you knew when you just started your own journey as a freelancer, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. And I would be happy to learn about those things as well. And let's get to the next point. The second thing is that all the business happens downstream of the leads of clients that we are having. I was focused so much on getting my Instagram profile ready. I was so focused on having proper website, a good uh, proposal. I was and everything else around it, but I wasn't really focusing on finding the clients because I was thinking that as soon as I get all those uh, website and uh, um, as soon as I get my Instagram uh, looking well, I will get clients, but that, uh, it actually never happened. And uh, the thing that I realized recently that the business starts when you start getting clients and you start getting sales. And I was very bad at it. I had uh, several clients that I was working remotely with, but as I started to offer my services locally with videography, I started to struggle with clients. And um, yeah, I tried various things like um, um, 
messaging them, emailing them, try different ads. And I realized that uh, the good strategy for getting leads and hence getting your business up and running is to have a good um, marketing strategy, which can include leads coming to you via ads, via collaborations and everything else, or leads coming to you when you do the outreach, when you post on social media, when you reach out, when you offer collaborations and so on. So uh, now I know that in order to get leads, I do various things. And depending on my time, I can rely more on ads or if I want to work with a specific brand, I usually reach out and see if they are interested in my work. And all those processes, for me at least, they took time. And I wish I started to do both in a good way and uh, focus on both um, much, much sooner. So now I have a certain budget for uh, my ads to run. So I don't uh, want to spend too much money on the ads because I need to use it. Uh, but also I do my own outreach with the brands that I would love to work with. And so all together, this starts to get in traction. And it also really depends on the nature of your business. But for me, for example, the uh, December and uh, January are quite slow, especially beginning of January when uh, businesses start to think about the budget and everything else. But I do see the traction that starts building. So if I were to start these different marketing strategies to get leads to my business a bit earlier, I would probably see better results. Number three is to be clear on your offer. And this is very important because if you don't know your offer, it's very difficult to communicate it to your potential clients. And they might need your experience and expertise in what you do and what you offer. But if uh, you can't clearly communicate it, it will be hard for them to say, oh, yeah, I want this. And uh, yeah, that's basically where I was struggling as well because I know a lot about videos and uh, I film videos myself. I learn a lot. I um, yeah, it's uh, the topic of my interest. But my clients didn't really know what value I can offer to them because I wasn't clear about the value I can bring to them. Point number four, maybe contradicting previous one, but it's uh, learning as you go along because you can't be perfectly ready for uh, some of the projects or actually for all the projects because all of them are so different and um it's a challenge for me. It's a creative challenge, but also a technological challenge. And as much as I would love to be 100% prepared, I will always find something that I haven't experienced yet. I haven't done before, but I'm also up for the challenge. And it also takes time to figure out what exactly do you want to offer? What exactly do you want to continue working on? As an example, I'll give you my YouTube channel and you may be watching this episode on YouTube or you may be listening to this episode on any podcast platform. But when I started the YouTube channel, I tried to cover all the different topics. And uh, even though I love talking about finance, I love reading about financial planning and independence and budgeting and all those things. I didn't like to create videos about this topic because um, first of all, I'm not qualified and it's all my learning. But secondly, it just didn't feel nice for me to, um, to talk about it. So on my way to growing my YouTube channel, I realized that, okay, there are some topics that I like for me personally, but I don't like and don't, don't enjoy creating videos about them. And the same goes with the business. So for example, I know that there are some businesses that I would love to work with, but also there are some businesses I just, I'm not excited to work with. And as much as I would love to get into um, high paying industry, 
um, maybe it's not something that will drive my energy. And uh, yeah, so learning and adjusting and adapting is something that I do all the time and uh, I still will be doing, I think, for the whole of my career. Point number five is you are your own boss. And this is obvious, of course, when you start as a freelancer or as a self-employed or your business owner. And uh, it has both positive and negative aspects to it. When I was employee, I had clear understanding of what I have to do, when I have to get it done, and really what does it take for me to do this thing and if I have done it well or not well. Because we had this structure of mentorship, we had the structure, I had a manager who I was reporting to, so it was clear and easy to understand what I need to do and how I did it, basically. When you are your own boss, no one tells you what to do, when to do, and uh, how to do it, or how did you actually do it? Was it uh, well done? Was it? Uh, does it have a room for improvement? Because you figure it out on your own based on the results you are getting and based on maybe some sort of um, business body who can have a look at your situation and give you honest feedback. And for me personally, there are times when I absolutely love it because I can keep myself accountable, I can do things when I need to do them, and it feels great. But there are also times when I feel extremely lonely doing the thing that I do, and I heard about loneliness in business, especially in the beginning, a lot of times, but I never thought I would feel like that because I thought, oh, you just do what you want to do. But I do. I do feel lonely at times because uh, sometimes I have problems that are unique to my particular situation or sometimes I have problems that are unique to only small businesses or only for local businesses. And I think that's the thing to be aware of and it's good to know about it. And I think the best way out of it is to find your business buddy who understands you, who you don't have to explain what's going on um, in very detail because they are or have been or can understand your situation. And I was lucky to find that community where I can just drop a message and I get a lot of support because uh, other women and moms in business can relate to some of the problems that I'm having. And I just want to mention that not all of the communities that I tried to join and to be part of were that good fit for me. So it takes time to build your network of support and for you to become supportive hand to someone else, but it's definitely worth, um, and it helps you, especially in the beginning when, when you kind of want to sit down and work on your business, but it's also very important to find those buddies and um, yeah, go along together. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please support it with a like, and I will see you and will hear you in the next one. Bye.